The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth discussion and analysis of the Premier League and the Champions League. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl, and here are today's topics. Liverpool come from behind to hammer Rangers 7-1 thanks to a Mo Salah late hat-trick. Man City booked their place in round 16 despite a scoreless draw with Copenhagen. A preview of Sunday's big match between Liverpool and Manchester City at Anfield. Chelsea go top of Group E after a 2-0 win over 10-man AC Milan, Spurs hold on for a 3-2 victory over Frankfurt in North London, and a look at the other big stories in Europe, including a six-goal thriller between Barcelona and Inter Milan, and what to make of Kylian Mbappe's desire to leave PSG. That's what we've got coming up in today's episode. And mostly don't forget, Premier League Pick'em is back, and your chance to win $50,000 by Premier League Pick'em for free, and you can become the next big winner. Download the NBC Sports Predictor app today, Available in the App Store or Google Play Store. Okay, my friend, um, let's start with the team that many people are talking about, many people have an opinion on. I think Didi Haman came out and said he feels that Jurgen Klopp might not be able to get this this team back on track. (laughs) Um, You know, there might be a parting of the ways, and I know Klopp came out kind of fiery with that, but... Rangers uh, were hosting Liverpool. Um, they lost last week 2-0 uh, at uh, Anfield and actually got themselves a goal up, Rob, in a hostile environment. And it was a real chance for Liverpool at some point. And you'd have to say, winning the game 7-1, um, they came through that test and it might just have been a result that kick-starts the season. I think, I think maybe, maybe. I mean, first off, the team was... It, it, on paper, very, very different. Um, mm. Opportunities for Harvey Elliott in a wide position. It was kind of 4-2-3-1, Rob. I thought a Harvey Elliott on the right-hand side, but coming in very narrow, trying to find those little spaces between the lines. Mm. Likewise, on the other side, Fabio Cavallio, I think 19 years of age, two youngsters played, was on the left-hand side doing the same yeah. thing. Those two had license to come really, really narrow, which at times is going to look a little crowded. But to be fair, I thought they give Rangers a lot of, problems by picking up the board in those areas. A back four without Trent Alexander-Arnold at right back. Joe Gomez had a very, very good game there, Rob. And of course, the right side of Liverpool's back four was yeah. good to go. I mean, and again, mm-hmm. we, 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 we caveat all this, I guess, that it was Glasgow Rangers and, and Rangers, yeah. you know, um, you know, quality-wise are going to be a little bit short on this Liverpool side. So that was kind of the lineup. Of course, um, Samikas played again at left back. Rob, yeah. Andy Robertson came on mm-hmm. later on. Yeah. And I got and I got to say before as before we go on, I think Simicast is a weak link. I think Andy Robertson is really badly missed, both in possession, but but more importantly, safety on the ball and his defensive strength. You know, I looked at Simicast in the last few games and in this one. And I know, you know, he's a squad player and Robertson's going to be the main man, but Robertson yeah. is, is really a step up in terms of that left-back position. Um, and also, Ibrahim Akanate, Rob, came back in this game. I think he came yeah. off late. 
but looked pretty good. Now, we know that um, the round of injuries, Joel uh, Matip's out injured from the last uh, Premier League match. I think Ibrahim Kanate is the first choice. Well, all right. First choice alongside Van Dijk going forward. It's important for Liverpool, Rob, that he's back mm. in the side. Nunes up front and Roberto Firmino, that I'm sure we're going to talk a lot yeah. about because he was mm-hmm. brilliant, played yeah. just off of Darwin Nunes. Different looking side, took a little bit of time to get some, some mm. fluidity, but ended up being a, a really good night for Liverpool, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they go goal down and, and, and Rangers have the tail up and I think it... Uh... Sikola, I think it is, on, on the right-hand side for Rangers, up against Simicast. And, and he went on the outside of him two or three times, Rob. Caused mm. one or two problems. And I'm kind of thinking, ooh, this could be a bit tasty tonight. But they kind of dealt with it in the end by mm. keeping good possession, by not allowing Rangers to get into ball. Obviously, the second half, they went into another gear that Rangers just can't live with. And we start to see the differences between you know, successful Scottish uh, Premier League teams and successful English Premier League teams, and you know the, the 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 quality of finishing, the quality of forward play that Liverpool had was too much, and it. I just felt overall, and, and we'll talk about Bobby Firmino, but I want to talk a little um, Mo Salah, Rob, actually, because mm-hmm. six minute tw- twelve second hat trick, I believe. Wow. Um, the first yeah. one's the bendy one that we we come. To, uh, oh, sorry, the poke that we come to expect. Mm. The, the bendy one, and he beats a goalkeeper. I do, McGregor. I didn't think had a particularly great game today. I've, I've been played for a while last last time out. Mm. Um, but I just felt, Rob, it was interesting. So Mo Salah w- was rested, not started, whatever. And in the main, I think that was because his form wasn't good. I don't think it was one of those where he's playing that well or will rest him for, for Man City. I think it was almost like sit out for a moment, get you know, get your head together, and then let, let, let's kickstart again. I mean, it couldn't have worked any more perfect for Jurgen Klopp. He gets his top, you know, his top scorer of, of the last few seasons. He gets his three goals. He looks more like himself. He smiles back on his face. A lovely moment with Harvey Elliott before Elliott scored his goal, where he's kind of hanging on him. And I just felt, you know what, this this could be exactly what Mo Salah needed, what exactly what Liverpool needed mm-hmm. you know, to, to, to get goals. These, listen, if you're not playing well as a centre-forward and, you know, your touch is off and you, your passing ain't great, but if you're not scoring goals, if you've lost a little bit of that can I of the tiger, the hunger to get to get in that, the box. And I just felt that's where Salah was. And, and today might just have kick-started him ahead of what is a huge game at, at Tamfield at the weekend. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly exactly what he needed, Rob, isn't it? I mean, you know, even the first goal goes in and it's like, even his body language is like, okay, you know, you know, he didn't even look happy, at, you know, but of course, by the end of it and the three goals go in, then he's smiling again and, and maybe that's just what he needs, absolutely right. I, I just think it's, you know, the, the, I guess the worrying side of it, Rob, when you when you think about the start, that Liverpool conceded the first goal again. Yeah. Now, I yeah. think there's crazy stats out there. I like think it's 11 of 13 now, I think, Rob. Something's crazy. 11 of last yeah. 13 or yeah. something, yeah. yeah. Conceded yeah. the first goal in the game, which is not great, is it? it? You know, better quality teams. You do that to Man City, you might, you might not see the three points. Yeah. I mean, it was a lovely Rangers goal, by the way, wasn't it? What a lovely yeah. goal. Yeah. Scott Arfield, mm. former yeah, yeah. Huddersfield, former Burnley. Burnley, yeah. <clears throat> Midfield yeah. player, um, what a lovely move it was for Rangers. And then mm. it, you looked at Jurgen Klopp's face, it was like, wow, like yeah. this that, could, that was on this, them, wasn't it? It was and on with them. the crowd and you know, in that situation. And fair play to Klopp and his team because, as he said, I, I just listened to his press conference just before we, we came on and he talked mm. about he was pleased with the reaction, he was pleased with the bravery, they got on the ball. 
I tell you, still out for me, Robin, in, in a little period where wasn't quite going for Liverpool and it felt like it was in the balance for the first 15 or, or, or so minutes. Bit of a Harvey Elliott, by the way. Didn't have mm. to go around and get on the ball or, from mm. that wide position that he started. And Cavalio, and Cavalio. Yeah, I thought Cavalio, for me, I just was, I, I was watching Elliot particularly. I don't mm. know, he caught my eye. But a couple of times when one or two of the other players didn't look as he went and got it, Rob, and banged it yeah. into people and had it back. And he, he almost mm. felt he gave him a bit of life. I thought he was brave on the ball uh, when, yeah. you know, Hendo and Fabinho weren't quite sort of on the game and, and didn't look as though, you know, they were going to do a defensive job. But I just thought, for me, I just watched Harvey Allen and I was really impressed with, in a period when it was really not great for Liverpool and, and it, the questions were being asked, he didn't know to get on the ball and make the team play. What I would add to that, Rob, is that the position in the team I liked for Harvey Elliott today. Mm. Harvey Elliott, when he plays one of three, like I play the outside guy, yeah, three-man yeah. midfield, um, he's, I mean, of course, great on the ball, but it, it is kind of in the middle of the physicality. And it yeah. is in a position where you've got to be really honest and you've got to track back and you've got to do the de- defensive side at times. This position that's further on the right, he's got two mm. holding players now, so it's yeah. less important for him to be in the middle of things defensively. He'll cut back and help out because he's a, yeah. he's a midfield player that will go two ways, both yeah, ways. Yeah. So he'll add that and he'll protect Joe Gomez on the right-hand side, but it also gives him the opportunity to kind of, what we used to say, Rob, cheat a little bit, where he's, he's yeah. in between, yeah. you know, he's, yeah. he's in between those players. He's smart. He's difficult to pick up. And, mm. and again, I, I thought Fabio Cavallo did exactly the same thing on the other side. Again, a good position. Now, what they don't give you from there is, is, the, is the width that sometimes yeah. teams need. Sometimes, not always. There's always, you know, 4-2-3-1 in effect is, is wider players that are playing inside with the ability fullbacks to go forward. Joe Gomez didn't get forward so much today. Not really, no. Apart from the, the lovely cross mm. for, for Mino's, um, yeah, goal, one of his yeah. goals. Um, so I, I just, I liked the way, it, you know, it took, a, it took a while for it to, to come mm. fluid and like, oh, that's good. And it's becoming a pain in the backside to Rangers. So I thought yeah. that was really good. But, I mean... In that first period of time, the first 20 minutes or so when they went yeah. behind, there's one player that looked class, head and, head, head and shoulders above everybody mm. else, mm. took the ball, was brilliant on the ball, and mm. makes things happen, scores two goals, assists the next goal, I believe. Roberto Firmino, I thought, yeah. Yeah. God, if you're, if you're Jurgen Klopp sat on the sideline, Robbie, you're one nil mm. down, you're looking at this, and, and, and you're seeing Firmino doing what he did in difficult, difficult circumstances mm. where we know, you know, for a player that's been there a long time, it's, it's easy maybe for his head to go down, or here we yeah. go again. Talk about step up and produce quality moments mm. and linking things together and the goals that he took, the flicked header, you know, the, the lovely assist he made um, for Nunes's goal. Nunes, yeah, beautiful, I mean, yeah. I yeah. thought he stepped up in a mm. difficult period, in a difficult match period, in a difficult period, yeah. full stop. Yeah. And give gave Jurgen Klopp everything that that Klopp's given back to him over mm. many years of praising what a brilliant player Roberto Firmino was. So listen, I've I think last season started to get critical of Firmino. I thought he had a poor season, wasn't influencing games enough. Now we know that preseason he had a brilliant preseason. Yeah. I think he might have had some injury issues last year. All gone. I thought he was the main reason why this game went the way it did and it, and it helped the foundation for Mo Salah come on and get his yeah. three yeah. goals in, in six or seven minutes. But Firmino, mm. wow, I thought he was brilliant in a difficult environment. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, couldn't agree more. I uh, wrote many similar things. Um, I almost wrote, my headline was, when things are going wrong for Liverpool, mm. Bobby comes comes good. Yeah. Bobby gets the ball. Yeah. I mean, there's times Rob Jota came into this football club, you know, people maybe two two years ago ago, maybe Firmino's yeah. time's come. Diaz comes into the football club, oh, you know, probably Firmino's gone. Nunes yeah. comes into the football club. I tell you what, Rob, right now, as is, is you're talking and, and, and yeah. what he gave to the team, he'd be the first name forward on the pitch right now. Yeah. Six goals. I've just looked at his numbers before we came on. Six goals, three assists in the Premier League. Two goals, one assist yeah. in the Champions League. Consistency, wherever he plays, he can play up top, affect centre, centre forwards with his movement. He can link the game from 10. Yeah. He yeah. can play him wider, Rob, and, and, and like encourage people to come round him. And, and you know he's going to be safe with the ball. Rarely gives the ball away. Yeah. Uh, I just thought it was magnificent tonight. It was, was head and shoulders above any other forward on the pitch. And you can just, at times, Rob, see his football IQ, his brain's going. As a, as a player's building up, he's not just a great technical footballer, which you know, most Brazilians have, have great feet, but he, mm. he thinks again, he's almost like two or three steps ahead. Mm. And, and it's often for teammates, not always for himself. I mean, the lovely little flick to... To um, to Nunez before his goal, it's just mm. Firmino in it. You know the no look mm. passes, the lovely weighted balls he plays. Mm. Um, yeah, I thought it was excellent. Uh, I couldn't agree more with you that that, that he um, played a big part, and obviously will play a big part at the weekend. Um, is that one of them that, that Jurgen can hopefully build from now? Talk to his team, get them ready. Talked about today after the game that he, he was pleased with the reaction. Said he thought his team got on the ball, got between the lines quite well. Said when we play good football, we're a good team. Confidence is building, concentration is building. He said now we've got to get some consistency back to it, yeah. and that was the thing he talked about. Yeah, I, I think so, mate. And I think when I look at the back four, Robertson is back. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> we'll see. He he needs to play against City if he's. You know, fitness allows. Yeah, he's got yeah. some minutes there. He's got a few days now, of course, till Sunday to, to play mm-hmm. that game at Anfield against Manchester City. I think right now in their situation, Joe Gomez playing right back is is good for Liverpool. It's good for them. So when you think about that back four. Canate, I think is, I think Ibrahim Canate is going to be a star. Uh, uh, think back to the Champions League role, how how good mm-hmm. he was in in, in yeah. that game. Um, so I, I think him being back is good. Robertson, of course, is good. Gomez is good. Now, I think against um, Man City, I don't know whether they're going to go just the two men in midfield, Rob, and the, yeah. you know, the three in the, in the one. Because it's Man City, you've got to think it'll be a 4-5-1, extra man in midfield. But, mm. but uh, he's got options now. Elliot yeah. and, and Carvalho's gave him options. Of course, Salah is rested, confident. He'll mm. certainly start on Sunday. Yeah. And uh, Diogo Jota as well. Luis Diaz, Rob, I'm not sure we this happened. Yeah, we did yeah. find out before our last podcast about the severity. I mean, he's they're talking about him being six out to ten, six to ten weeks, although he didn't, although he hasn't had to have an operation, which at least sounds good, but it's six yeah. to ten weeks. But after Christmas. the world, after the world <clears throat> cup, yeah. So back to Firmino, he, he'll play mm. yeah. a lot more, and they'll and there'll be a float of Jota and, and some of these younger pros, mm. of course, Mo Salah. So it's still, given some of the signings they've made over recent seasons, it's, you know, there's some injuries for Liverpool, but yeah. you, know, you can still see a decent side there. After Liverpool's game against uh, Man City, I like the look of this shape. We said it on the last couple of shows. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and always worked out, but I, I kind of like it. I think for Henderson and Fabinho are struggling a little bit, which is a concern. Thiago came into the game again yeah. today as well. So, yeah, I, I think it'll be a different team against Man City. Obviously a different team, but I also mm. think a different shape. Trying to find a way to stop Man City with all those players that pull you all over in, in that midfield area. Yeah, no doubt I'd be looking for a bit more midfield control, but... Mm. I think with the forward line that you know that, that's, that's firing, we look back to last season. Remember that, that, that great two-two game at, at Anfield. I mean, high level, top quality. Mm. Salah does puts a goal on the outside, and, and mm. Foden got a great goal. I think it was for City on the day. But um, yeah, looking forward to that one. Obviously, mm. high end, uh, good confidence boost for Liverpool. I've been um, ahead of hosting City at the weekend. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Let's move it to Man City, right? Because there's um, not that much to, to talk about in a Copenhagen nil, uh, Manchester City nil. Um I on the team here, it was interesting. There was no Bernardo Silva, no Foden in the first team. Haaland was on the bench. Um, a bit of what I call pet protection, I think it seems, uh, Robin. And I looked around a few places just to pick up from Pep. And, and Pep just said that he felt some of his players were a bit exhausted, fatigued. They hadn't recovered well, he said. They had a couple of recovery days and the recovery hadn't gone as well. So he felt he wanted to make a few changes, rest a few. And it is this time of year, it is this, this period when he, he often does that thing, doesn't it? We've said before how he manages minutes of players. It's almost like you've played so many games, right? Yeah. You, you're due a rest. And yeah. he's just rotating it up again. Haaland obviously didn't didn't play yeah. in this game. No goals, but he'll be, he'll be fresh and ready to go uh, against Liverpool. So, yeah, I think it was one of those days for Pep. And on the pitch, decisions really that, that, that changed this one. The, the Rodri goal we'll talk about. The Mares penalty kick um, that sounds up save. The... Uh, Gomez, red card, yeah. which I really think we had too much to argue about. No. Um, the Rodri goal, I know this one um, got you slightly irate. Yeah. Uh, with, yeah. with you. I saw on Twitter you came out and, and talked about it. So it's mm. it's a Riyad Mahrez who accidentally mm. hands the ball in the process of trying to control the ball. It gets played mm. to another player, sell to Rodri, who smashes it in from 25 yards. Yeah. Beautiful strike. Yeah. And then we go to VAR, and the referee decides <laughs> that mm. there's a handball in the yeah. build-up, and he's going to disallow the goal. Yeah, I mean, for, first off, in terms of the rules, it, it wasn't one of those where it was a hand that led to a goal instantly no, no. because it went to another player. So that's yeah. out the out the equation. But, this yeah. was given as a normal. Handball, handball. Yeah. which you know we know the we know the kind of the, the rules and stuff. It's it's kind of you know it shouldn't be. It's got to be deliberate, or you know your your hands have got to be away from your body, etc. Uh, etc. Et yeah. I, I think I did. I say on the last podcast or the one before that that I've given up on handball. Yeah, on yeah. yeah. So again, <laughs> I, I'd love to just paper over this and say. Yeah. I think Pep said the same after. I don't understand yeah. the hand handball yeah, rule, so I, I can't answer questions. I know. And that's what the guy, he said, do, do, do you understand the, the handball mm. rule? He said, no, I don't. Yeah. And, I, and I don't as well. I mean, the ball came out of the air. He's jostling with players. Mm. And, 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 and we've been there, Rob. We've jostled. Yeah, you put your you hands you out. Cannot, you? you cannot yeah. <laughs> impart any kind of physicality or strength if mm. your arms are, you're focusing on keeping your arms by your side. It comes out of the air, it hits him on the hand. 
and then he, he, he feeds it just to Rodri, half volleys into the top corner. Yeah. If that's a deliberate handball, you know, I, 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 I just... No, it isn't. The, the basic thing is, Rob, it isn't. So it's, it's a bad error from the referee. It's, it's a bad error yeah, from, it's, VAR. It's a check from VAR. Yeah, and, and on our local, local broadcast in the US, the, the, the um, lady who's very, very good also thought it was the correct call and it was a deliberate handball. So it is subjective. It. And I understand yeah. that. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's subjective. So I, I just, I, I have an opinion, I guess, and other mm. people, are, I just, if that's, you know, the wording of it is a deliberate handball, then I, I, I is there a lack of understanding of what's natural? Slow yeah. motion yeah. is destroying the game. Yeah, slow we've got to stop slow motion in these still shots. So do, yeah. do, do, do yeah. no good at all. Like, we've got to stop that. Yeah, yeah. So because the game's not played enough. Yeah, way. I'm not going to go on another rant. I just, you know, <laughs> people know me, and, and I, and I honestly, you know, when we're in our studio this weekend, mm. Rob, and the ball hits a hand, I don't know because yeah. some VARs. Yeah. This is VAR. This is with mm. video. Yeah. This is this is this is referees with a video saying that is that isn't, and they're very well, very the, similar. The, the 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 bigger piece, the bigger picture is Rob. That we're, we're denying goals. We saw, oh. I think it was McAllister, wasn't it, recently uh, for, for, for Brighton? Yeah. Hit Brian, one was a beauty. Yeah. Rodri's hit a beautiful strike, yeah. Rob. You know, the technique and the, and, and the control and the ability to do that is, is high end. And we're just, we're just taking those moments away because of like accidental or deliberate or whatever. It brushes yeah. somebody's hand in the action of the game. Nobody's appealing, nobody thinks there's anything wrong. And we're taking these moments away. That's the bit to me that we've, we've got, Sarge. I mean, what are we in this game for? Listen, let me try and be real quick, Rob. I don't want to bore, bore the back, backside of people. Back, it, back in the day, the old, let's just quickly mm. describe the old handball law. It was very simple. It, it's all about intent. Did the, yeah. the hand yeah, go exactly. towards the yeah. ball? Did he mm. deliberately handle it? Does he know what he's doing when he handled yeah, it? Yeah. Or if your arm's out here, really, really wide, it's handball. Yeah. Otherwise, it's fine. Play on, the ball, yeah, play on. Yeah, the ball the hits people's hand, hands in the game. Yeah. It happens, and it was fine, and it's accepted mm. it's fine. But it, it, it slowly crept in, I think, started off with international football. Mm. I did a ton of games, hundreds of games watching La Liga. And there, it was basically any time the ball hits a hand, it was handball. So yeah. oh, I'd love it to go back to how it was. I'm not sure it ever will. It's almost now, Rob. Every time the ball hits the arm, Really, unless you've got him pinned to your side, it's going yeah, to be handball. Anyway, handball. Especially anyway. if we go VL. But yeah, let's yeah. move on because it was more than handballs. Um, yeah. So yeah, a couple of decisions went there. I had to go down to 10-man City, but, but dealt with it. Um, I think it was Diaz who came on. Um, yeah, they Kanji, to... Kanji went as, as a right-back. Yeah, Kinsella went as a right-back. Right. Yeah, well right okay. yeah. yeah, and then he had KDB, Gundogan, um, Alvarez and, and Jack Grealish. Sometimes in a in a box four, sometimes three underneath one. Um, but get, got got the job done in the end. Copenhagen had had a couple of looks. City had a couple of looks. Had more possession as, as you'd expect, and got the point that got them through to the to the qualifying yeah. group, mate. Which I think is job done. Rested a few people, kept the freak that's all Erling Haaland nice and yeah, ready fresh. for to, yeah. to let him go at Liverpool. So um, yeah. yeah, job done for Pep. Not not too much more to say on that one. No, my last thing on that, Rob, is that I actually with with Man City down a man, it actually became a quite a good game. It was kind <laughs> yeah. of even. Like well, maybe that they could be Premier League rules. Man City well, only have ten players. Yeah. Make it, it even. More, it was a more competitive game. I kind of enjoyed it when them playing with ten. Um, but no, job job's right. absolutely right. Yeah. And they have the luxury now of just you know for the next rounds, a game in that competition, they can yeah. they can really take it easy. 
Um, just a little thought ahead, mate. A few days to go yeah. between now and Sunday, but, but based on what we know, what we see, these two teams have set the benchmark for Premier League football over the last four or five seasons, you know, pushed each other, two titles, Liverpool winning one, obviously City winning three recent. And does this game, does, does form play a part in this, Rob? Does, does, or can Liverpool at Anfield raise themselves and their game to challenge City as as we've seen? You know, the City-Liverpool games have been right on the edge. There's been not much between them over the last few years, whether they're home or away. Can Liverpool get back to that? Can one performance today, can what, can seven goals and a bit of confidence bring you back to that? Or is, or is there a couple of steps that need to go? Yeah, I, I think... I think- it's, it's a cliche, Rob, isn't it? That form goes out the window. Yeah, yeah, Mostly yeah. it's a cliche. It doesn't, does it? It doesn't go yeah. out the window. Nah. You've got to consider how grooved, how slick mm-hmm. and confident and ruthless with that guy up front City are and yeah. Liverpool have had a struggle. This mm-hmm. will help. It will help Mo Salah. Uh, what I, I think us and, and any neutrals out there will enjoy is that they're in decent shape. Luis Diaz is a big miss for Liverpool, but yeah. star players, Salahs and your Haaland's have been, have been rested. Mm-hmm. We're in for a cracker. I mean, we're going to be at the Fan Fest yeah. here in Philadelphia. It's going to be a brilliant atmosphere on that Sunday. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm looking forward to. And I think Liverpool, again, without Trent, right now, right back, yeah. makes them tougher to score against. Now, now whether Klopp's going to um, tweak that midfield to, to, yeah. to bulk it up a little bit, he should. And by the way, Rob, just thinking about it, right? Sorry, mm-hmm. mate. Just, yeah. I mean, Jurgen Klopp must know Pep's style now, inside and out of that club. Yeah, yeah. Shouldn't they, shouldn't they be producing a game plan, a strategy to give City more trouble? And, and that's not just maybe Liverpool. Because, um, you know what I mean? We, we all know how they're going to play. We, we now see yeah, with De Bruyne. And, wanting, and wanting to try and stop them. Yeah. I'm seeing, I mean, we've seen, we've seen deep blocks. We've seen medium blocks. We've seen try and high press. We've seen... Try and exploit those boys faces down the side. It's it's but Liverpool are a good side, Rob. They've got they've got a ton of really fair, good players. To be fair, Rob, in that argument. I think Liverpool have given good games of everything. Yeah. There's been a few recent games where it's, it, it could easily have gone anyway and often ended in a draw. And and, and Liverpool have played at that real high level when they are the mentality monsters, where they are playing with the intensity, where there is the the, the Guy could press when they lose it, they get straight back and win it quickly and put mm. City under pressure. That's mm. when that's how Liverpool can affect City, playing it at a speed and a pace and intensity that almost takes City out of that, that methodical passing movement that, that, that they've got. Have they got two players, right? Let's, let's, let's go individuals here. Have they got a player, Liverpool, that can, can, can almost go man to man on Kevin De Bruyne? One question for you. Second question for you. Is it time for Virgil van Dijk to show mm. everybody what, yeah. what an incredible centre-back he is and be mm. the only defender in the Premier League that stopped this guy, Erlen Haaland? Because everybody else has tried really well, hard. Apart, apart from Bournemouth, give Gary O'Neill and his boys a little bit of credit. <laughs> yeah, they stopped him. But yeah, I know what you mean. Almost one of those days on, where Virgil goes, leave it, boys. Me and him today. I mean, we've talked about Virg- Virgil van Dijk as the Rolls-Royce, as, as this, you know, Imperious. Powerhouse yeah. centre back, you know, no one can beat him. Imperious, um, he's going to, like many in this Liverpool team to an indifferent period. 
Um, it was better today. I think it looks better with Canate. I think Canate's mm. physicality helps Virgil a little bit. Doesn't have to rely, rely on him all the time. He doesn't always, I don't think, like like being the lead centre-back who goes and attacks things. I think he's, he's better sometimes when he reads it and uses his football brain. Um, but yeah, um, it, I would agree with that. I think the De Bruyne one is, is so difficult, almost like... If you're man to man him, you've got to sacrifice if, a man. You've got to sacrifice yeah, a man. Yeah, and, and you're also going to get pulled in places that you don't want to it's be. It's okay. It's okay. Um, to stop him. Just to stop him, Rob. So I'm okay with it. Yeah. Well, yeah. But then who's who is that guy? I remember back yeah. in the day when we used to play Southampton, who were, you know, had many great players, but we used to just ha- have a guy named Kenny Cunningham stop Matt Letizia. Yeah. That was all yeah. he had to do. We'll, we'll play 10v10 without Matt Letizia playing a part in the game. Yeah. And we used to we used to nick nick one nils and two 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 nils with them. Um, I'm not sure. I suppose Fabinho, 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 could, could, could is, Fabinho is, is, stick on him. Just stick yeah. on him. Stop him playing. What about Hendo? Not I don't know whether Hendo's. Uh, I don't know whether he's fit enough, quick yeah. enough, fit enough. I think De Bruyne no, might I mean, get De Bruyne away. De Bruyne is not. Uh, you know, a speedster is he? He's, he's he, not, he moves well. He he, moves he's not well. slow, but he he, yeah. he he gets around yeah. the ball. But yeah, yeah, it could be a it could be a hand over. Listen, it's it's a random thought. I don't think yeah. it's going to happen. But it, no, it, no. we've seen it. I did it. I did a job on Steve McManaman when we played Liverpool in the mm. in the League Cup semi final two legs, and it worked. We beat him over two legs. We got to a League Cup final. In fact, I was yeah. so exhausted because McManaman was the fittest guy in the world, apart yeah, from being yeah, quick and skillful. For, yeah, I tagged team with somebody else. He finished him off the last 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. We got through. So, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's industrial, um, mm. but it can work. Again, yeah. you probably won't see it, and it's going to be a brilliant, yeah. brilliant game. Maybe Kanate, Rob. Maybe Kanate's physicality yeah, will match up with Dylan Harlan. I'm sure our listeners and viewers are laughing because of, <laughs> where we, I'm sure he's going to come and score goals against Liverpool as well, yeah. maybe. Um, but let's see what Liverpool can do against him and City. But at Anfield, why not? Why not be a yeah, brilliant atmosphere? Let's have a go. Let, let's, yeah, have I a guess go. I, I hope Liverpool are in good shape, taking a bit of confidence. Yeah. We get another classic game. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Let's move on to Chelsea, my friend, because um, Chelsea's been one of them clubs, and and, and I've said it maybe a few times on on our podcast, where I remember when I first finished um, my my career and got into media and TV, and I used to do a lot of games around with Chelsea, Arsenal, uh, particularly in, in the London area. And, and Chelsea was always a, a football club, Rob, where there was something going on. There was gossip. There was, there was a yeah. story. Somebody fell out. The owner's yeah. going to sack some. There was always something going on at Chelsea. And it's part of, you know, this great club, fashionable club on the King's Road. Right now, my friend, they've got an understated, hmm. super smart um, non-headline grabbing coach who might just be great for the future of what Chelsea want to do. I thought, Rob, they, over two legs against AC Milan, have looked composed, have looked comfortable in the football, have looked balanced with and without the ball, have a much more of a goal threat, something you've, you've particularly talked about and we've yep. talked about on, on, this pod, yep. on this podcast. 
We've seen better, quicker combination play in that last third that's creating opportunities. Um, and for all those out there who are saying Graham Potter's going to struggle with, with big-name players, Graham Potter's going to struggle with Champions League football, the guy who was at, I think, Hull University 10 years ago is looking pretty comfortable in the San Siro. It's Chelsea manager on the side of the pitch, looking like James Bond. And Steady. he's getting, <laughs> is getting points. Well, a, a poor man's James Bond <laughs> in his polar necks in, 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 yeah. in his blazer. And mm. I just wanted a bit, a bit of credit to Potterball, my friend. Yeah, of course. Of course, Rob, of course. I, I think I'll add, I'll, add to, I'll add to what you said about what we're seeing from Potter at the moment as well. Utilisation of the squad. Something else I've just made a note of. Utilisation of the squad. Getting, getting a lot out of all of the squad, Rob. Yeah. There was definitely a sense on a Thomas Tuchel that, you know, the ones that weren't in his kind of preferred 11, 12 or 13, you know, when we saw them, it was like, oh, he hasn't quite done it. Perisic come out, Ziyech come out. Yeah. Like now, Broya's coming in, Chowell started this game. Yeah. You've got uh, Chalabas Gal- coming in. Gallagher came on, didn't he? Gallagher, Gallagher came, came on, looked good. Broya yeah. scored at yeah. the weekend, didn't he, for mm. the, in, the, in the, uh, the Premier League. Yeah. Whoever's playing in different spots, it's looking really, really good. Um, that, that's, that's something. Um, I, again, like this, this, uh, before we go on, mate, let's just go, let's just go through the incident, the main incident, which, oh, which was yeah, such, yeah. A, such a shame for the game, because to be fair, yeah. first 15, 20 minutes or 18 minutes, this, this red card happened. Um, Milan were up for it. You know, yeah, they were, San Siro is a special, quite special aggressive, weren't they? I thought they were going for it a little bit. They, they were much better. Hammered off yeah. last time. Yeah. They didn't really turn up and it was tight. The game looked really mm. good and really tight. Now it's, Figura Tamori, of course, <clears throat> English centre-back that's yeah. been around the World Cup squad. Mm. Um, he's gone across to, to AC Milan and been really good. Great reports. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I think we first of all know the rules. Like, if it's a mm. foul and yeah. he's, he's going to go on your goal yeah. and the player doesn't attempt to win the ball, it's just this little nuanced thing about yeah. this law, then yeah. it's going to be a red card. Correct. So where Mount was... Yeah, it was always going to be a red because Tamori didn't slide in for the ball. Yeah, it wasn't his yeah. foot towards the ball. He didn't attempt, wasn't it was attempting a, to play the ball, was he? So that meant yeah. this. This it's got to be a red card. Has to so be red if if it was deemed as a foul. Foul. Yeah, and this is subjective. And I've yeah. seen most people, including me, thought it was a foul. It was if, a foul. Yeah. That moment, for me, it was a foul. Pulling yeah. that arm once. Yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah. did it twice. He yeah. p- Mount's done well to stay on his feet, Rob, yeah. by the way. And Mount's saying it, but Mount also, Rob's having to stretch through his shot because yeah, of we, those Because pulls. of that, yeah. Because of the pull. So it I is mean, a foul. And because it's a foul, it has to be a red card because he's not right. trying to play the ball. Yeah. What I would have liked is, in, in personally, was a foul and a yellow card, I felt would have been right. But yeah. by the letter of the law and the rules, yeah. the referee got it absolutely right. Could you argue, Rob, and those that I heard um, saying it wasn't, that, you know, a defender has a right to, in some ways, grapple or, or physical attacking mm. player as he's about mm. to shoot a goal. And I, and, I, and I hear that a little bit. Yeah, I hear that. And that, sometimes that can be good play. Some of the best defenders sort of body you, Rob, and that. I would have almost been, been OK with one pull. But yeah. The second pull out of desperation because he 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 took a bad position kind of takes yeah. me takes me over the line a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and 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 you know I'm thinking as from a forward position if I'm Mason Mount and I'm getting set to shoot and I get pulled once and I stay yeah. up yeah. and then I get pulled again and then I can only toe poke it. Come on, ref, that's a foul. Yeah, it's foul. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's such a shame. I mean, after yeah. that, I thought Mason Mount was, was a, was a, was wow. a standout. Wow. Um, playing that little, the two behind the one, which yeah. was a Bamiyang. Yeah. It was Sterling and Mount. And think about yeah. that, Rob. About, that's kind of a nice combination of players mm. that play in a similar little position behind a striker. One's going to dribble and he's yeah. going to run in behind. Yeah. I, I mean, Mount run behind there. Mm. Mount's a bit more of a link-up guy and a bit more yeah. of a midfield general. I kind of like that balance. Jorginho and, and uh, Mateo Kovacic in midfield, I thought, were particularly good. Uh, Reese James is a concern, Rob. Um, yeah, the injury, yeah. An injury to him. I don't, I don't know what the, 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 there's any... Um... Any news on that? From, mm. It looked like a knee injury, isn't it? That they've said. Did he, didn't he fall awkwardly? Fall awkwardly and looked like yeah. he hyperextended. And I mean, hopefully, he's one of those guys who can bounce back yeah. from things. And you know, he's got, he's got good body shape. But yeah. no, it's um, that was that's probably the, the, the big disappointment to, from from Chelsea's point of view. And Abamyang, my friend, another goal for him. Going about you, you know, you talk about oh, going but, about his business. Yeah. I mean, he's just a he's a scorer, isn't he? He's a scorer. Yeah. And he, he looks like he's enjoying his football. He looks like I read a couple of things again um, this week. There was a couple of articles about Mason Mount and, and his relationship with Potter. Potter had a one-on-one with every player. Talked about what he knows of him, what he thinks of him, where he thinks he can improve them. Apparently, him and Mason Mount got on really well, and Mount feels he's a bigger part of things. And it was interesting. I heard Mason Mount. I think he was he was he was doing an interview a couple of days before one of the Champions League. Uh, those Champions League magazine shows, but talked about how he feels he can, there's a calmness with, with, with Potter and there's a conversation and maybe, he didn't That's say it, but he to like with Tuchel, it's a bit yeah. demonstrative and a, yeah. and a bit sort of confrontational. Yeah. Yeah. It just looks and feels like maybe handling a few players in a different way is going to get a, a little bit more. Hmm. No, I think it's a good point. And, and, and I've heard other comments from other players about how impressed and how much they're enjoying the training and being around the manager. So he's had a really good start. There's a ton of games coming up. I, yeah. I, I do like the way he's, he's, he's switching the team around a little bit and all those coming in seem to be fired up, motivated and want to play, which is when you're at Chelsea yeah. and there's a big squad, you worry about it. So now good work, good work from Potter for Chelsea yeah. uh, and every chance of going through to the next round. Just one player I, I need to mention, actually, maybe yeah. just before we go on. Um, and again, I was watching him. Was Thiago Silva, by the way. Well, <laughs> I mean, round of applause, my friend. Well, well, round uh, round uh, of every applause. Week, isn't it? I mean, it's every week. Oh, no, there, there was a couple of times when Milan were just trying to get ahead of steam and balls were coming across the box up. And he reads where to be. And he, he doesn't just no. clear it or smash it in the road. No. He just, he just side puts it into the left wing back. Like, there you go. On you go. No problem. I've he's read a, that. He's, a, he's, a, he's an incredible player. He's an incredible, incredible player. player. And, and, and for Trevor Chalabu, I thought did well, actually, against Leal, certainly on that, that, that mm. um, right-hand side and, and stopped his kind of threat that we saw last week. You know, great learning for him and for Fauna. And, you know, we talked about for Fauna, the potential that is there, but is he going to realise and, and, and have, the, mm. have the mentality that, that uh, uh, Thiago Silva has? Not only a great player, but a great mentality and a, and a, and a great kind of... I know personality doesn't doesn't get too up doesn't ever you know look like he he's getting letting the centre forward get on top of him and um, I just thought he was excellent again. Just want, you know, want to give him. Do you, do you know one before we move on? One last thing. Again, back on Graham Potter, Mason Mount substituted at half time. Yeah, yeah, he's on a yellow card. Yeah, there might be a little bit of animosity at the San Siro because he yeah. got the man sent off going through. Right. Brings yeah. on um, Conor Gallagher. Okay. That's, a, yeah. that's another smart bit of yeah, clever, isn't it? yeah, yeah. And he just, also said he's had a few moments because I think he's the only him and Kepa, the only <laughs> ones who played all the, the games in Potter. Right. 
there and yeah. he just said like chance him give him a little rest well yeah. and by the way if you if, you if you make some mount you've been involved with the pen you've assisted in the other goal you're probably feeling pretty good about yourself it's not yeah. one of them where you you you're disappointed you, you know you, you you know big more games are coming up and uh he's in good form in really yeah. good form yeah all right mate spurs Yes. 3-2 against Eintracht Frankfurt. Um, Harry yes. Kane. Uh, no, Schumann Summers, it were two goals. Schumann Summers, it were great, yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't see Scored it. Didn't see a Mr. Penalty. Scored a penalty and missed a penalty, Harry. Oh, right. Like, yeah. I mean, he blasted one over the top in the most un-Harry-like penalty you have ever seen. <laughs> Going to the goalkeepers, right? That one where he hooks it into the top corner. but He, he just got under the ball too much and hooked it over. Brian Hill had come on and, and, and worked a, a, a nice situation. And then... They, they conceded the first goal. They ended up conceding a little bit late at 3-2, which just for a moment made it a little bit nervy. But I think they're always in control. And those two, again, mate, in it, it's the Sonny and Kane combination works out again. Sonny with a couple of lovely finishes. The volley, I don't know if you saw a volley from the Hoiberg. Yeah. Wow, what, what a finish that yeah, is. Beautiful I mean. control and balance and the, and the strikers yeah. there. What yeah, I didn't yeah. notice, Rob, again, like you got always on different games going mm-hmm. on at the same time there. Um, I think Spurs, are, they, they score goals in batches. Yeah, it's back, oh, oh, I looked at it, it's one nil down. Like, wow, they're three three one up now. Yeah. They score goals in batches. And I don't know what it is about that. I don't know what it is about it, but it seemed to be quite a bit where they where it's like ploddy, ploddy, ploddy. Then all of a sudden, yeah. bang, 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 goals go. You think? In he, do you think for a moment they could like let the reins off, like because Hoybears Hoybears attacking right side puts a cross in when normally right. he might be sitting behind the ball. There's a little piece where they go for five or ten. We'll go, we'll have a go, and then boom, we'll, we'll sit back in it again. Maybe that's, the, you know, it's a bit of switching, switching it on and switching it off. Do you think, I just think from the, from the Spurs, from the Arsenal defeat, where yeah. they were super flipping sat back, and mm-hmm. I, I think the things yeah. I've seen since then, they've been, it's almost like, a I give them a bit more. of a shake, give them a bit mm-hmm. of a shake, come on, come on. We've got to try yeah. and play a little bit more than that. So hopefully this yeah. starts more games with goals in with Spurs, and, and of course they hope they get more than the opponents, and and they win, but, but that's a good win. You know, good win for yeah. Spurs. And, good win know, at home and a tight grip, that one, innit? I think it's, everybody's still in, in, in right. running, could, could, could still finish top. Two, but, two yeah, more three, match days, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good win, good three, uh, three points and three goals. Son and Kane, no doubt involved. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Um. Listen, mate, we'll, we'll wrap this one up. Just a couple of other notable results. Um, I think we're all, those people looking at the, the Barcelona into Milan game that ends up 3 3 in the end. Lewandowski getting a couple of goals for Barcelona. Into Milan having a couple of chances late on. I think mm-hmm. saw one on one with Tistard Spagan and yeah. header over the top. And I think the, the draw just keeps Barcelona's hopes alive of, of making it into yeah. the, the last 16, which something they need, obviously, for the, the, the statue of the football club, but financially, I think, as well. You know, It's something that's pretty desperate for um, for them now. I guess an Inter Milan team that, that went away and, and played pretty, pretty well, I, I thought, um, today. Probably a little unlucky not, not to get themselves a win. Yeah, I mean, I I, uh, I tuned in live 
kind of later when the Liverpool mm. game was pretty much dead and, done and dusted. And my goodness, my, I mean, it's wildness, crazy, crazy yeah. football going on, end to end, ama- amazing goals. Inter Milan should have killed off Barcelona. Lewandowski's header is a thing of beauty. Yeah. A thing of beauty. Do you see his header? The, 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 the climb, the direction, yeah, yeah. the power. I mean, that was a special header. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it, it's crazy. I mean, th- this really was a group of death. That's a yeah. proper group of death. I get I get a bit wound up sometimes when <laughs> when when people are trying to make groups of deaths from from yeah. groups that aren't. You know, when you got these three giants, European giants, in a group yeah. where there's two go through, that's a group of death. Mm. And Barcelona, you know, there's two games left. Yeah, yeah they can still do it. I mean, Inter have got a uh, have got a slip up against Pils, and they're playing next, I believe, and then by Munich. Um, if they only take one point, Barcelona yeah. can win there too. They can do mm-hmm. it. So. It's difficult, and Barcelona, you know, made these signings, Rob, towards the end of the window with yeah, Rafinha yeah. coming in, um, f- a few other players. Who else came in at that time? Uh, they, well, Lewandowski came in, didn't he? Uh, Lewandowski was like, yeah, Rafinha. Marcus Alonso came in yeah, from, yeah, from, yeah, Chelsea. from Chelsea. You know, they, they've had a bit of a rally up, spent yeah. a little bit of money. Hector Bellerin yeah. came in, a bit of a yeah. weird one, mm. uh, the former Arsenal fullback. But they've got these young Pedri, these, these midfield players as well. Um, yeah. So they've had a bit of a go at it. So if they don't go through, you know, I hope Xavi's going to be okay as a manager. I mean, yeah. you can't put this at his no, door, no. given the in circumstances of the football club that's yeah, going on. Yeah. Kessie was, Kessi was a midfield player as well. Yeah. Milan, wasn't he, I think? But brilliant midfield player that, that's good, a good player. So they, they've thrown a little bit at it. Barcelona yeah. in the Europa League will, will be weird, um, quite honestly. Yeah. But we'll yeah. see. They've still got a chance. They've still got a chance. Yeah. Obviously, a big club. Um, I think one of the surprise results of the weekend as well was Maccabi, Maccabi Haifa to uh, Juventus nil. More pressure on Max Allegri, uh, Juventus manager, who was given the, I think they call it the dreaded vote of confidence um, yeah. by the owners that he will stay on at, at the football club. And they said they don't see that he'll make a change. But yeah. I think that was uh, Maccabi Haifa's first win in the Champions League, if I'm not wrong. I think I heard that yesterday that, you know, Fantastic 2 0 win, and you, the scenes there were incredible, as you mm. can imagine. Uh, mm. The mighty Juventus coming and falling. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that one. I mean, remember Antonio Conte's name was linked back to Juventus, wasn't it? And he said yeah. he, how disrespectful he is, and he's talk about contra- his contract being up and whether he'll sign a long term deal. So just yeah. keep an eye on, on those two because, um, you know, they've had some success in the past. When, uh, yeah, uh, anytime you see a result like this, it's crazy, isn't it, for Juventus? I mean, mm. I mean, the most successful team, I think, in Italian football. Max Allegri's done brilliant work there yeah. before. They've got him back again. Um, yeah, it's not going great. I wish we could. I wish we could. Sp- I wish there was more hours in a day, mate. Where we could. Where we could regularly check out Juventus Have a little look at it. Yeah, yeah. Barcelona and Bayern Munich mm-hmm. and, and every Real Madrid and everybody else. There's, unfortunately, there's not enough. I can't mm-hmm. give you any more insight into what's going on because we yeah. don't see it every week. Yeah, All I know yeah. is that the Cabi Eiffel 2, Juventus nil with Max Allegri in charge is like... Yeah, it's shockwave, wow. yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, that shocks. Yeah. yeah. One big shock. One of the biggest players in world football, Kylian Mbappe, uh, reportedly wants to leave PSG in January. Made a, a statement ahead of the Champions League this week. Uh, when he did manage to, to score a goal. But there's a lot of talk that he's unhappy with yeah, where he's playing. He's unhappy with his, his position. Maybe he's not top dog anymore, Rob. He signed this big, long contract last summer where apparently yeah. gave him all kinds of control yeah. and, and, and you know he could have say in certain things in the football club. He's now kind of... Tum- uh, 
Toys are out the pram, talking like he wants to go in January. Isn't this almost a mess that they've... I'm not giving this young man too much power, Rob, in, in a football club, and, and, and this is an example of, of, of power going wrong. Listen, let, let's just let's quickly think of, of the greats, right? Because Kylian Mbappe's got the, the potential to be an absolute mm. great, a yeah. world-class, best player in the world, Ballon d'Or mm. winner, and maybe you'll get to some of those things. I look at absolute shining examples of, of brilliance, but with a mental clarity and a humbleness that means they were great. Ronaldo, mm. Messi, even from today's games, Lewandowski. So sometimes, if you're that great, the ones that have greatness for a long period of time, I'll give you an alternative that's very close to home for him, uh, you know, have that, the hardware and the software to handle that brilliance and to show it most weeks through dedication, professionalism. Neymar is a player that we thought was going to be this guy, the next one of those. And he hasn't really, and he isn't going to, because of, in my opinion, just hasn't got that same dedication, will to win, die hard flipping mentality to go and do it. Is Mbappe, Robbie Earl, is he, is he in danger of not fulfilling and becoming the player that he could by having this mentality of, like, you know, what are you, what are you doing for me? I want to play on the left-hand side. I don't want to be mm. in the centre. I score more mm. goals from the left-hand side. Lionel Messi doesn't want to be in the, in the middle either. He scores more goals playing wider area. We don't really have a number yeah. nine. Why has he got to be me? I, I, did, I can't remember many Messi, Ronaldo or other legends but, that moan too much in the, in the media. But, or in, but, or, or but in this the, feels to me like... Uh, of of the naughty child with the parents who kind of oh he's okay he's out our you know sometimes you got to tell a, a a child no Rob that's not right what you're doing is wrong it's like they're allowing him to do what he wants because he's he's such a talented player because he, he could he could um, get such a high fee for him but in in a way Rob he's running the football club and it, it it's going on his personality it goes on his mood swings it goes on when things are going for well for him he's happy when things aren't particularly going for well for him he's not and that mental strength gets you nowhere and 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 part of that will make him a lesser player than he could be and it hurts his team it hurts his team it hurts him Rob it hurts him both both his team, his team. What were his teammates thinking when he's, he has his power? How are they thinking? Is he is he trying to get me out the side? Listen, I'll give a I'll give a little analogy of a personal experience of mine. I've probably mentioned it on the show before, so I'm sorry if I'm repeating it. We had a star player come to our club, Fabrizio Ravanelli, and he was brilliant. He was brilliant, but a, 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 a lot of times he criticised his team, uh, us. He criticised our defenders, mm. and we had a brilliant team that year. Some great players. We got relegated. We got relegated because the team spirit was pretty poor, given the animosity of some of my teammates with a guy that was a star player and he was treated a little differently to everybody else. And it was not well received in the dressing room. And we struggled. We had some good cup runs, but we struggled in the league. Now, again, different times, different levels here. I get Mm, that. mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is, Rob, one star player in your team and everybody, you know, you do get sucked into oh my god we're so lucky to have this guy yeah, he's like so star great yeah, star that, that, bit, that you yeah. do you do give in to him and he has a lot of power given his, his uh, prowess at the club and we don't want to annoy him because we need him to score the goals etc etc but ultimately we weren't mm. successful as a team with him in the side have you got anything anything similar no, well, I, I, I'm, 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 I have to say I couldn't 
reporting from the complete opposite. We but never had star, a star. Yeah. We never yeah. had a, a starstruck player. We never had anyone who came in who could feel any worse. And so it was about the collective. And if it yeah. didn't work for the collective, individuals would, would move, would get out of the way and not be part of it. So, um, yeah. yeah, the complete opposite. It, it's a shame, though, when you see somebody with the ability of Mbappé, the potential of Mbappé, and you just start to worry if it's all going to be realised in the manner mm-hmm. that we want to see, you know, the Messi's and the Ronaldo's are not going to be here forever. And no. Erlen Haaland has proved everything we've well, wanted him to be. Great attitude, Rob. And, 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 and look how humble and, yeah. you know, we, we see the shot that we've got on social media where everybody else is throwing their training top to, to the kit man and he walks over and hands it to him as if... Yeah. Uh, I, I, before we forget, mate, I know we're going to wrap up. Uh, it's come to light... Yesterday, I think it was, Rob, I read the big piece in The Athletic mm. that Erlen Haaland has, does have a release clause in his yeah. contract yeah. of £175 million, £200 million Euros, that can kick in for is an it... overseas club. A yeah, non-English club, isn't it? non-English club yeah. in 2024. In two, two years. Two years' time. Mm. So, if a Real Madrid, right... Yeah. Phil, they, I mean, 175 million is a kind of a good amount. It's a lot, mm. but you know, I, that would be incredibly sad for the for the for Man City for the Premier League. Yeah. But it's there, and it's kind yeah. of it's been reported in the Athletic and a couple of other yeah, places. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I saw, yeah I saw the a only thing places. I think to add to that would be if he can be super happy at Man City. Yeah, yeah. maybe he won't because he can still veto that. He can still mm. say... Yeah, he doesn't have to go, does he? He doesn't, he, doesn't, he, doesn't, no. he doesn't have to go. But there's talk that his dad has talked that he'll play in the, in four or five of the major leagues in Europe, hasn't he? <clears> and, and maybe he's done Germany, he's done England now. Yeah. Spain and Italy might be two more that yeah. he, he, he still thinks he, he's got to do. But yeah, well, well um, obviously, yeah. keep an eye out on that. And, you know, obviously the, 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 the teams will be circling, I'm sure, the, those overseas teams, because what he's doing is, is, is something yeah. special. Yeah, he'll have a chance to be... A, to be a, yeah. a Real Madrid legend, possibly, mm. Rob. And that's mm. that's pretty tempting for any player. Yeah. Sorry, mate. OK, mate, we're going to wrap up match week four in the Champions League. Man City uh, already through to knockout stage. Things looking pretty good for Chelsea, Liverpool and Spurs as they look towards qualification. We're going to be back on Sunday, October the 16th. That's from the Philly Fan Fest, where me and Mr Musto and the rest of the team will be down in Philadelphia. Looking forward to that one. And we might, uh, all I can say is we might have a special guest so make sure you download that one and see who might be joining us on that uh, Sunday podcast. But for now, I'm Al. He's mostly together with the two Robbies. Thanks for watching and listening. Be safe, stay healthy. It's a good night from me. And it's good night from him. Good night. Good night. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 